Good Tuesday afternoon to your family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. Join us today as we're continuing our discussion about moving forward and what that means in our life. I talked to you earlier today about moving forward, you know, when we're faced with those situations where we feel trapped or we, you know, don't know which way to turn. We continue the discussion by talking about moving forward when we're offended. And I think that's so important because oftentimes when we look in our relational lives, be it professional, personal, romantic, sometimes let's really examine offense and what is said in scripture and what we can learn in our everyday life. I hope you'll join us for this wonderful discussion uh, for today if you will turn with me to Luke 17 3 and I got so much out of this lesson today and I just wanted to share it with you its origination comes from Rick Renner's uh, sparkling gems but it's also present day uh, reflections from Chris which is me uh, 17 Luke 17 3 says if thy brother trespass against him against thee, excuse me, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. Rick Renner writes about the experience of being offended by a missionary who lied to him and led him into a web of deceit that hurt uh, Rick very deeply. And when he talks about what really hurt him, it was that he had trusted this man and had such a high regard for him. But when he discovered what he had done and the fact that the person had done it deliberately Rick Renner writes that it was like a knife had been plunged into the depth of his soul and it impacted him in the way that every time he saw that brother and how casually and unrepentant that he behaved about what he had done it was kind of like it felt like a knife that was twisting in his back another turn causing intense pain to be inflicted all over again. Rick Renner writes that he really didn't know what to do, how to resolve the situation. And, you know, he felt like, you know, that missionary should be held accountable for what he had done. But there was no way to really hold that person accountable. So, you know, this person just continued to drift away, facing no consequence for the deep wound that he had caused to Rick Renner. And later it says, you know, he was laying in the bed thinking about this situation. And Rick Renner writes that he felt that the Holy Spirit said to him, Rick, your only option is to let it go. If you hold on to the pain and hurt, it will imprison you to your emotions and hinder you from making the forward progress I want you to make in life. I'm going to say that again because I think that is so powerful when we're thinking and we have those experiences of thinking about the things that people have done to us. And uh, just thinking of that and just thinking of this statement where it says the Holy Spirit spoke to Rick's heart and says, if you hold on to the pain and hurt, it will imprison you to your emotions and hinder you from making the forward progress. I want you to make in life. Rick Renner later writes that he wondered, was the Holy Spirit really telling him to just let it go and act like what this missionary, what this minister had done had never happened? Wow. 
Rick continued to rub shoulders with him from time to time at meetings that they were both required to attend. It seemed like something difficult to do. Because, you know, as he was watching the offender, it was like the offender suffered no pain, no suffering, no guilt. He was free in his mind from the entire matter. He didn't even wrestle with thoughts about betrayal. Instead, it was Rick who was bound. It was Rick who was consumed with negative thoughts and feelings of hurt, pain, and offense. It was like this particular missionary, this minister, had no conscience. And that ate at ate away at Rick Renner. And it goes on to say that later, um, Rick, in efforts to deal with it, brought in a third party and basically tried to mediate and basically air out the situation and really have, you know, a conversation, you know, talking about the story from the perspectives that they both experienced. And the end result was that it was obvious that the other person didn't feel sorry, didn't feel repentant. And repentant means to just turn a turn, you know, kind of like you say, you know what, I can see it from your point of view, or I can just be aware, I can hold space for what it is that you're saying. And and the result was that Rick felt that he could stay hurt and in bondage to his pain or he could choose to let it go and walk away free. And the reality was that letting a go, letting it go, that actual concept was what we were talking about at the beginning when that was what the Holy Spirit was telling him to do. And I'm not saying or trying to incite that when you're thinking about your life as you're listening to this podcast that I'm just telling you to let it go. But what I do want you to think about, because I don't know if the Holy Spirit is saying that to you. When I'm reading this to you, I'm telling you the context of that's what was told to Rick and when I think about my present day experience and present day life I can feel that there are things that I've been personally holding on to that I need to let go I don't know if anybody out here that hears this podcast has ever had the experience of where you can uh, visibly see uh, different experiences you've had in relationships with people you can see every part of it and you have just hurt um, and you're hurt because you didn't feel that they would treat you that way. You didn't feel that that should be happening. And it's really, really painful. And yet the other person has no recollection. No, they're going around in their life free and unbound. Yet you're the person that's still holding on and can think all of those things. And for me, it was the experience of reading this and feeling free. And and realizing that you get to choose, you get to let go. You know, you don't get to choose the things that come up in your mind, but you can choose what you hold on to. You can sit as a as a watcher of the thoughts and choose that you're going to think this and I'm not going to think that. I'm going to believe this. I'm going to not believe that. We get so much decision in guarding our own heart, in guarding our own mind, in being controlled over our own energy and how we relate uh, to different things. We get so much of a choice. So many times we think that we don't. But the truth for today is that we do. And if you have that experience or ever have it in the past, I just wanted to stop by and ask you to think about what it could mean to your life. The freedom that you could feel if you let it go. Just just wanted to, you know, share that with with you because Another way to think about that is 
the scripture is telling us, you know, Jesus's words were that if thy brother trespass against them, rebuke them. And if he repent, forgive him. Now, Jesus gives the full solution. And when you stand praying, if you have any ought against the person, you know, you should uh, handle your handle that accordingly. Because in this situation that I'm describing, it says, you know, Rick Renner had rebuked the missionary in the presence of another leader. And when I'm saying rebuke, he had basically, I wasn't there. It doesn't say specifically what was said, but you can imagine when you rebuke someone, what it is, is you telling them, um, what it is that you felt though your experience, your perception, the truth that is represented to you of that experience. That's what you're doing when you're rebuking. We're not going to go into the discussion of how, how to handle rebuke because we're not talking about that today, but I'll go ahead and tell you personally. I think, you know, you, you can rebuke people when you have a relationship with them. To just rebuke people that you have no relationship, no connection to, in my own opinion, comes across as worthless. It's just it's just not it's not going to go the way that you think that it goes. But if you have a relationship with connection to a person, you think about, you know, that on on, on a professional setting in your job, but in your, your line of work, in your business or in your personal familial romantic relationships, those people are people that you're connected to. And it does do good to really get on, you know, one-on-one with them. If you, you feel offended or, or, and I don't mean if as if it didn't happen, but you know, just the experience of, of being offended and really, you know, get in their presence and hold space and have a conversation. Now, sometimes in those situations, it is good to have a third party. And it's also true that in some situations, depending on what happened and the experience, it may not be possible to just have a conversation. It might not be. So you might have to do this for you in your mind and doing it, especially if they're no longer here on earth um or and i'm definitely not saying that you that if you there are any safety concerns you should just try to go ahead and have this conversation with this person i'm not saying that um so if you can have the conversation one-on-one you know safely together yes also bring in a third you know mediated party to have this conversation if none of those things are available you know there's often this exercise that's called the bridge exercise where the idea is that you walk on a bridge or some area and that person walks to and you say all of the things that you wanted to say about whatever the situation and experiences that you have and then you release it that that's an experience that people have um, I found that that's been very helpful for me to do in my life in so many different experiences but the ultimate point that I'm trying to make is that Jesus expects us to take the mature role and to forgive others regardless of how they behave. And I know some people have a problem with that because so much of Christianity today comes across as behavior modification. And it is not. Let when we yet when we look at the word forgive, the Greek word is uh me. I hope I said that right. Which but the point is it means in modern terms to let it go rather than to be held hostage by what someone has done to you or by what you may think that the other person has done to you 
Jesus is saying, let it go. And I think the reason that that's so hard is because, you know, we have these expectations and we've talked about this before in the podcast about relationships and what people are supposed to do and how they're supposed to behave and how they're supposed to act. And some of it might be realistic. Some of it might be uncommunicated and some might be unrealistic. You have to really go and search within your heart and figure out what that means and how that manifests itself in your relationships. Yet, you know, here's the truth. We're people. Everyone is flawed. There are no perfect people out here. So people do things and they hurt us. And we have to be the bigger person. We have to be the bigger person to really examine and see what the hurt is really about. What is that really stirring up? You know, and how do we handle that and govern ourselves accordingly and reach out and communicate and talk with other people about what it is that we feel? And I know sometimes the challenges in our life for many of us, we've not been given the tools in adulthood or the tools when we were children growing through adulthoods or that level of development in order to really explore what it is that we're feeling and and not just explore what we're feeling how to resolve what it is that we're feeling when we've when we've been hurt when we've been offended that skill set oftentimes is missing in our life and here we are in relationships personal familial romantic professional ministry whatever the like and we're dealing with people that offend us and how do we handle it and many times in our lives we're you know, having a real huff, real rough time because we can't let it go because letting go feels like you letting them off the hook. Letting go feels like that they're never going to be accountable for what they did, for what they said, for how they made you feel, for whether they posted it on social Instagram, you know, social media, Instagram, you know, all of the different connotations that could happen. Yet, you know, the encouraging thought, the note for today is that we're to let it go. Please know that let it go. And forgiveness does not necessarily mean that the relationship will be reconciled. I, I, this is Chris's thoughts. I believe some relationships can be reconciled. Some relationships cannot. And those are, those are different reasons. Wide and varied for that. Yet, you know, as we're talking about the fact about letting go and forgiving, you know, oftentimes the only way. You can truly dismiss, release, and let go of an offense is to get into the presence of the Lord and ask Abba to help us. You know, we can go. That's the wonderful thing I love about relationships with Christ and and Abba is our father. You know, we can say kind spirit, father, you know, I'm. I'm not willing to be bound by this offense or we can say, hey, I'm really having trouble with this situation. This situation, this experience keeps coming up in my mind. Abba, and I don't know how I'm supposed to process this. I don't know how I'm supposed to move forward. I don't know how I'm supposed to resolve this because I have all this hurt. I have all this anger. I have all this bitterness. I have all this 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 uh bitterness and it's like rooted in my heart and my spirit and I'm trying not to let it affect me but it's coming up so many times help me be willing to explore and look at that if I need to reach out to some you know someone else you know I'm just saying in general if you're having this conversation and this isn't in prayer you know it it, it showed me the person that I should reach out to help me to really look at this but in prayer you know we get to go in conversation, we get to go to Abba and, and let him know that we feel imprisoned by these feelings of hurt and rejection and humiliation and hurt and pain. And we get to go before him and, and ask him to help us let it go. And we also get to make the decision and the choice to let it go. 
in the name of Jesus, you know? And here's the ultimate point. You are the only one. Point to yourself. You, me, us. We are the only one who has the authority to rip the root of bitterness, of hurt, of offense uh, out of our heart. Because this, uh, another scripture tells us to guard our own heart, which means we have to do that. And if we're ever going to be free, if we're ever going to move forward and live fully in the power of of Abba, we are going to have to release the offenses that we've allowed to build strongholds in our heart. Because I believe it wholeheartedly. There are so many people walking around earth that are really offended and hurt by other people. And so much to the point that it's hard for them to build create, connect new and, and new relationships with other people. Because every time they start a new relationship with other people, in their mind there is remembrance about the past experiences that are tied to other people, persons, situations, and experiences. And it colors those experiences because it's not like we can just have one experience and it's just isolated and it just stays in that little box. That's not how life works. It's not, you know, bitterness, offense, hurt, you know, um, those feelings of hurt, those feelings of rejection, those feelings of humiliation. They follow you in all your other relationships. So you really need to look at the lens and how you're, you're in those. And when these experiences happen, because they do have the ability to hinder your relationships with people. And we often, many of us, have the experience of feeling that Abba will respond to us in those ways. Just just telling you it because it affects our fellowship the fact is and like i said you're bound you're bound by offense against one person and that bondage will affect your other relationships and it'll be carried in your heart and i think oftentimes when we look at this and i know this is a bigger subject and a subject that technically i could break down each one of these points and make it a series and just talk about that one thing. That's how important. That's how essential. That's how real this uh, experience is. Because I don't want you to think that it's a one and done situation. There's nothing in life that's realistically one and done. Especially when it comes to relationships. It's just not. But what I wanted to say overall is that it might be true. That you may have suffered a hurt or offense in the past or in the present. That has harmed you terribly. To the fact that it may have robbed you of something that can never be returned or restored but if you refuse to forgive to let go of anger animosity and bitterness that offense will continue to work its destruction in your life a past tense problem will become a present tense issue when you refuse to let go of it just wanted to give you that thought so you can think about that Because at some point, you have to let go, you have to release it for your own benefit and for the benefit of all those relationships that are around you. It's a difficult lesson, it's a difficult journey, yet the truth is, it is doable. Because what we're doing is moving forward in God. We're looking at our life and thinking about what it is that we could be. Who were we before the offenses happened to us? How can we be 
that person? How can we be the person that is healed and whole from the pains of, of rejection, the pains of humiliation, the pains of bitterness, the pains of hurt? How can we move forward in, in our present moment and be fully here? How can we do that? Unless we acknowledge when these things and experiences happen in our life or they're happening now and really examining what it means for us right now. Make the choice today regarding offense, hurt or disappointment. What about if we started saying and choosing to say this day I let it go and I walk away free. I hope something has said been said to you that encourages your spirit today. I hope it encourages your mind and your heart. Here's a prayer that I found. Father God, I repent for the offense I have harbored in my heart toward people. I see now that offense has held me in prison of my own making. I have been tormented by it. It has kept me from making progress, spiritual progress as I should. Rather than allow offense room to continue festering in my heart and soul, today I make the choice to let it go. Today I make the choice to allow your healing balm, your balm of love, your bond of grace to cover and wash over my spirit. I make the choice to forgive, to extend the same grace to them that I want to want others to give me. I receive freedom as I choose to walk away from the offenses that have held me in bondage for so long. In Jesus' name, uh, amen. Confession of faith, I love them because they're definitely different things that we need to write down and think about in our lives and say over and over again. Because like I told you, there are no ones and dones. You, you have to renew your mind continually. You have to guard your heart and, 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 and think about the things that you're thinking about and don't let things take root. Examine why it is that you feel that you feel the way that you do. Examine the offenses. Try to go to the other person. If you can, go in prayer. You seek mediation. All these things are things that we're doing. All of that is part of your self-care toolkit. But declaring things by faith, I declare faith declare by faith that I am an offense free person. Others actions or lack of actions do not have the power to put me in a state of bitterness and offense. To be offended requires my agreement and I will no longer agree to stay in the state of unforgiveness and offense. I release those who have violated me in the past and I will never bring it up again to them, to others or to myself. I completely and freely forgive them. As a result, I'm a free person with no oppressive parasitic appendages hanging on me any longer. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you uh, think about the things that I've shared with you and be so kind as to write the podcast and let us know how it's going if you need us to point out some resources because you're dealing with some things that you can't handle by yourself uh i know some really wonderful licensed uh judgment-free mental health care providers that are available via telephone from the comfort of wherever you are to talk with you and to walk with you 
uh, in your walk and looking at your life and working on being the best you and what all that means for you. So all you have to do is reach out to the podcast at Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. I will connect you with those resources if you need. If you need us to pray with you, please let me know. We are always here to pray and walk with you, to remind you that you are never alone, that we love you, and there is never anything that you can do past, present, or future that will change our love for you. We love you. We care. We are here. Encouraging Your Spirit Podcast at gmail.com. I am Pastor Chris. Love you. Peace. See you next time.